come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For So today on Miles from Main Street, we're just talking. We uh, Not that we don't have anything prepared for you. Uh, we decided we wanted to have just kind of a casual conversation about Disney because that's what we would normally do. So we're just going to try to keep it loose. Uh, we, don't have no, any, we don't have a set schedule of what we're going to talk about. We're just going to ramble. Uh, if this is bad... It was Brian's idea. <laughs> hey, and I will own up to it because I've been trying to get Mikhailo to do this for a while because you guys don't know this, but there's always a conversation that happens before we hit record. And we're always saying we're blowing through content. We're blowing through content. So today, maybe we'll use some of that content because we never seem to ever go back to that conversation. So... Uh, I like this. I'm glad I was able to finally talk you into it, and I'm high-fiving myself over here. Um, so I guess I'll start with my first thing that I thought of as we were starting to talk. Sure, go ahead. Um, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about Disney resellers. And some big news happened this last week, and I didn't catch it. I have been swamped with work. Like it's been crazy with work. Um, so I haven't been able to keep up with my Disney news like I'd like to, but they mentioned uh, on the podcast about Disney resellers and Disney, and they've done this before. I know like three years ago, I remember reading an article about um, wanting to, you know, make these resellers not do their thing anymore. And one of the w- ways that they're combating it is they're saying you're um, going against the terms of agreement with um, our with our annual pass, using the discount, and then reselling it. So they've been getting rid of annual passes. And so I heard about this. And I went. I went looking. I went trying to find it, what this was. And there's a shop out there I've never heard of, but apparently they're pretty popular. Who is a Disney reseller or? personal shopper, as some people may call it. Um, And they put a, sorry, we're closing shop sign up on their website. And they, uh, they didn't really say a whole lot about it, but at the same time news was hitting, which is what I had seen that um, they were, you know, banning animal pass holders from having their pass. They're revoking it. And so it's kind of, I don't know how to feel about it because there is free market, you know, like just because you're selling something, does that give you the right to stop somebody from buying all of it and selling it at a higher price? Um, But at the same time, they have a business to run. And if they don't have any of the product they're trying to sell, that's going to make people walk away and not come back to buy that product. Um, so it interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. I was actually talking to my sister just the other day and she was talking about how she was trying to find, it's funny. Maybe I'll bring, bring this up to her because she was talking about how she was trying to find some certain things on some of these, um, reseller sites and she, she couldn't find some of the stuff. So that's po- po- probably why with uh, the, the news breaking here. And I guess I kind of um, – I'm not a, a big shopper. Um, I love – for some reason, um, things – I mean, it makes sense. Things mean more to me when I buy them like in the moment. Um, I've kind of said this a couple of times on, on the show where like if I was to take my kid, I don't think I would ever um, – bring something pre-bought and give it to them just because I know for me how much even like little things like keychains and lanyards just mean a lot more when you're buying them in the park and you were making the the memories to 
to attach to those things. Um, so there's just always means more. So I'm not one that will like go online and be like the first in line to like buy certain things. Now my girlfriend definitely is, uh, and we have to, we got to get her on the show at some point to talk about a lot of that stuff. She, um, she buys stuff online from different kind of like Etsy shops. Um, she buys things, um, off shop Disney. Um, so she definitely does that. Uh, she definitely got some 50th merch at one point. Um, but for me, I just, I just don't use it all that much. However, I think the personal shopper thing is kind of cool. Uh, as long as they're not constantly like buying out things like, like it would be one thing if they were just kind of going in each time somebody asked them to buy something, buying it and then shipping it. Um, but it's another thing for them to like show up and like buy the whole shop out and then not let anybody else in the park that day buy those things. So I can see kind of like a yin and yang to the whole thing. Like maybe there's a, there's a common ground type thing that they might be able to find with the, like, like maybe it's, they'll, they'll monitor your buying. And if you, if you end up buying too much at once or buying, like there's like a threshold of like, you can't buy like 50 spirit jerseys or something like that. Um, but I kind of, I can kind of see both ways where personal shop i know if if there were if there really was something that like i wanted to get and i know i couldn't get to the parks i'd probably use a personal shopper it makes a lot of sense yeah and i've got a friend that um will pick up stuff for us here and there which is nice um so i don't have to worry about the personal shopper or the um resellers or whatever but um even when when she mentions she's going it'll be like hmm, i'd rather be there to buy something for myself you know like you said like it, it means more right and so i i'd rather do that so i find myself being like yeah pick up some snack mix for me you know like because i'll use it and i'll i'll just munch on it but i can't get myself like i had to pick up a, a hat for me i had to pick the 50th hat and um, a popcorn bucket because I wanted to add it to, to my collection. But beyond that, it was kind of like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what else I really need to have. If I was there and saw it, you know, then I, it would mean more to me. But um, so, yeah, I know that, you know, like you said, your girlfriend is into buying all the stuff, you know, and I think that's great. It's just not something I do, I guess. Um, there, there was uh, there's one time she'll she'll buy stuff and just like not tell me about it, um, or she'll she will tell me about it and then it'll arrive a month later or something like that. Um, but there was one time I came home and she had like all of the haunted mansion stuff that they had at Spirit just like laid out <laughs> on a, <laughs> on her table, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was it was very cool. Um, so that that made me happy, but yeah. Um, Is this all for me? <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a wee thing. I think there was one thing that she got specifically for me, but we're both pretty into it. So, um, something that I kind of wanted to talk about, um, and I guess it's not like something that I saw or really even relevant news, uh, but my buddy Luke. Uh, Brian, you met Luke. Uh, he's in Disney right now. And uh, it's been really fun to kind of correspond with him um, while he's in the parks and kind of uh, meandering around Disney. Um, and I always love that. I love when friends are in Disney and uh, they know that I'm really into Disney and so they'll send me stuff. Um, I have a couple other friends who are really, uh, really into Disney. I have several friends who are into Disney, who um, will go on a pretty regular basis and, and send me stuff. Um, but I thought it was cool to have like a pretty close friend out there. Um, we've been talking pretty much like every day <laughs> about what he's doing. Um, one, one thing that he did that was pretty cool is he actually went golfing out at Disney. And that, that is just like a huge thing on my bucket list. I want, I want to do that so bad. Um, I think that would be so cool. 
but he did mention um, that a lot of things have been temporary, cl- temporarily closed. Um, and that kind of gets me wondering. I, I think Disney was trying to keep everything for the most part open during the 50th. Like, like they weren't going to close stuff for refurbishment or um, like they weren't going to close Splash Mountain for, for it to change over. Um, they were just going to kind of keep things, keep things going. And he sent me a picture at one point and it was like Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, where they were all temporarily closed. Um, so that sucks. And and it, it sucks to see somebody out there on their vacation and having something like that happen to them. Yeah. I was, uh, talking to another friend of mine down there that, she was upset because they were told 90 minutes when they got in line for flight of passage and they ended up waiting three hours. And, um, you know, I, you know, it's a good thing to mention right now, like those wait times aren't set in stone when you get in line, they might be wrong. Um, so she was kind of upset and, you know, flight of passage is one of what all the years is calling a fancy ride where you can pay for it and not have Genie Plus at the same time. Um, and it, it got me wondering, are they, well, obviously they got to be giving priority to the person that paid for it over the people that are standing in line waiting. And um, she had said there were announcements that they had some issues and they were cycling through the ride, something like that. And um so she she had to wait longer and they were prioritizing the paid people instead. And, you know, that, that got her really upset. The rest of the day, everything seemed fine. Um, they didn't have any issues like that the rest of the day. But, uh, you know, it, it still ticked her off a little bit. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that it's going to take a while for this paid option to work itself out. And that's kind of been my response to people. And they've been asking me about Genie Plus is like, you know, now we've seen it for a couple of weeks. I think we can start planning on it and planning with it. Um, But I think it's going to take a while for them to get all the kinks out. So there might be some rough spots here and there experienced by a lot of people. So I guess uh, Chapek said in his uh, earnings call earlier this week or last week, I guess it was, um, he said that 33% of people are, are paying for it, paying for Genie Plus, um, which I think is kind of good that it's not higher, a higher number. I don't know. Um, and that was my hope, is that the people that are buying it are not as many as the people that were using FastPass Plus. So then those lightning lanes are shorter and not putting as much of a burden on the standby line. Yeah, I know. Um, I think kind of where I'm at with it. Um, and I, not that I have a whole lot of money in general, um, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to end up just kind of paying for it. Like we're going to, we're going to pay for genie plus to be able to utilize that. And then we're probably going to pay for a couple of those fancy rides. Um, I'm kind of, saying I'm doing it for the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of my justification for, for spending all that money. Um, but it also, I, I do feel like it'll, it'll make the experience a little bit better. Um, and I definitely do want to, even with some of those smaller rides, I kind of thought about maybe, maybe I just pay for the fancy rides and I just stick it out for all the other rides. However, if I'm able to make a fast pass for a space mountain, I, would do that. If, like if I can make a fast pass for uh lightning lane, I have to correct myself. If I can make a lightning lane for uh parts of the Caribbean, I would totally do that. So, or even like jungle cruise. So that's, that's something that, that I would be interested in something that I would want to do. Um, and so I think that's, I, that's just what I'm going to do is I'm going to, not that it's like too much biting a bullet. It is like a good chunk of change. Um, I don't know. I, I I guess I'll find out whether or not it's really worth it when I go. 
and uh, kind of experience that. But I, I always really did enjoy like fast pass and stuff like that um, and being able to do that. So we'll, we'll see if it works out, but I'm kind of right now I'm planning on pretty much just biting the bullet and paying for it and just doing it. <laughs> and we'll definitely do a full trip report and review of all of the stuff you get to do because it's a Disney podcast. We got to talk about trips, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. Speaking of trips. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping into a whole another one, but, um, I can, I can save it for later, but I'm, uh, I was online today. Uh, this is also completely random, but, um, I was online today and I was looking up, uh, flight prices. And I think, I think I'm in the sweet spot right now. Um, my sister is really good at, at, um, booking flights and like being in the sweet spot, but I found I found a flight which like honestly the times work out pretty well for like what I want to do, um, but it's like a frontier flight, and um, it's a it's a round trip and it's for two people it's only like two hundred eight bucks, like wow. that I I like I'm probably gonna pull money out of my savings. Um, not even that I have to do that I could just blow it but um pull money out of my savings tomorrow and probably just book it because it's it's pretty nuts so i think um our our trip is in january like we uh fly out january 23rd so i think we're kind of like in that in that sweet spot um but i was looking at um we're also going to the park that may not be named um and i was looking at hotel prices for for out there um and those are kind of high so saving money on on flight tickets but maybe just making that up with uh, a hotel out by uh universal so <laughs> yeah it's not as much of a swear word as it used to be i don't think but, <laughs> yeah um i'm i'm getting quite the reputation over here for being an anti-universal person yeah yeah <laughs> I'm gonna have to do my own spin-off, the mile, Miles from Main Street Universal Edition. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Mikhailo on his own. Solo Mikhailo. <laughs> oh, Disney Plus Day. Have you watched any Disney Plus? I mean I, I watch Disney Plus almost every night, uh, but I haven't really perused all of the, the new Disney Plus Disney Plus Day stuff. Um I'm always, and it's, I think this has just always been a thing with me is I'm always behind like the, the TV trends. I love to watch stuff on, on TV. Like, like back in the day, people would always be like, Oh my God, the office is so great. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. And then like never watched it. And then probably about like, I want to say like eight years ago, I like finally gave it a chance and just loved it. <laughs> so yeah, that was that, that, I mean, I did the same thing with, um, um, Parks and Rec community. The, the, the community was the, was the one, uh, uh, I did the same thing with community. Yeah. Um, and, and that was actually like a COVID thing. Like, just over COVID, I was like at home all the time. So I was like, I'm going to try to find something, something good to watch. Turned on community and gave it a chance and loved it. And that had been off the air for a while. Um, and then kind of the same thing. I feel like I was watching, you know what? I don't think I did. I don't think I ever watched Parks and Rec while it was, no, I think I was, but it took me a while to get into it. But yeah, I've kind of always been weird with that TV stuff. So when it came to like Disney plus day and like all this new stuff, um, I was even like super behind on Mandalorian and I love Mandalorian. It's so cool. Um, but that's just kind of always been me and my thing. I think I just will, will sit and watch the same stuff over and over and over again. <laughs> and then like, it's kind of like that, that wheel where people talk about how like you watch the office and you watch parks and rec then you like try to start something else and then you get bored and you start watching the office and parks and rec again. And then you kind of start something else and then you get bored and you start watching parks and rec. So yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I do. <laughs> well, I did get excited for Disney plus day because we we're supposed to get a whole bunch of new content. 
Um, and get a horse has got to be one of my favorite shorts that they've done. Um, and it's a Mickey Mouse short and it starts off in black and white and it ends in color. Um, and they're like kind of like 3d and they go, it's like you're watching them on a film screen and you can see the stage um, that the screen is near and they go um, like they break the screen and they go into color and back into black and white. And they're fighting with Pete, the cat the whole time. And <laughs> it's great. It's just so well done. Um, it, it's gotta be my favorite one. And they finally put it out. They had been showing it in Epcot, um, but they finally put it out on, Disney Plus. So that was one thing I jumped on right away. Um, but uh, Olaf Presents, I don't know if you saw those. They did five shorts, and I think we're going to get more yet, but they did five shorts with Olaf giving a quick synopsis of a movie, with kind of like what he did in Frozen oh, 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same idea. Yeah. So he's, he did Moana, and he did Tangled, <laughs> and uh, he did Lion King. Um <laughs> which was kind of morbid because he's like Mufasa does this, but he didn't die yet. And then he went and did this, (laughs) but he's still not dead. So Scar had to do this and he still didn't die quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there, there were some good moments in, in Olaf presents. um, So definitely go check that out. Uh, I have not watched much of the, I haven't really watched any of the Marvel stuff they put out. Uh, They did put out like a sizzle reel that's 15 minutes long. It rehashes everything that we've seen in 2021 so far. Uh, And then they go into what's like trailers and kind of what to expect over the next two or three years. And then I went and watched the Obi-Wan Kenobi video that they have, which is like two minutes long. And it's Ewan McGregor talking about coming back for the show and getting to work with um, Hayden Christensen again. And uh, there was some concept art and there was some old video from uh, like Attack of the Clones. And that was it. We got nothing. Marvel put out a 15-minute video on what they're doing or what they've done, what they're doing and where they're going. Lucasfilm gives us nothing. Nothing. I was so mad. I I got done watching it and I'm going, where's my star Wars information. They told us last year we were going to get all these shows and we've got no idea if they're actually coming now. Yeah, I remember. I remember when that that came out. I think you like texted me. You were like pissed. <laughs> you were pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> now they did do a. It's called Under the Helmet, The Legend of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. um, and I did watch that, and I thought it was really good. Um, they they really hit all the notes that they needed to hit in there, and um, and then some. Um, it, it of course it went into the book of Boba Boba Fett, which is coming out at the end of this year, and you know I'm excited for that. I can't wait for that to get started and see where he's headed. Um, so maybe I should be happy that we got a behind the scenes, but I mean they did a behind the scenes or a, not a behind the scenes, but like a backstory type of video. They did that for Hawkeye too, so it's like you got that on one side and then you get nothing for previews (laughs) pixar even did a five minute video of things that they like they're not even they don't even have video to show yet but they've got they're talking about like what they're going to be doing come on lucasfilm (laughs) yeah i just um it's kind of funny i i feel like so I have a I have a friend who's really into Marvel. Um like he he loves Marvel stuff. And uh I don't know. I it's not that I don't like Marvel. It's more like I couldn't keep up. Like I'm a pretty busy person. Like if if you talk to my friends and you talk to 
a lot of the people who are close to me, they know that I'm very busy. I'm a very busy person. I'm constantly doing stuff. Most of my summers, I'm not, I like maybe get to a couple movies. Um, but it got to the point with these Marvel movies that it was like one after the other, after the other. And I was just like missing them and like things were, and then all of a sudden they were all connected. It got to the point where like, I went to go see Endgame, and like, I was like, who, like, who are the, some of these people? Like, I, I don't think I've seen these people in these movies. Like, um, Vision, he died. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> like, everybody got super sad. And I was like, this is the first time I've met this person. Like, <laughs> like, I, like, there was no emotional connection. Uh, and it was funny because, like, I could tell that in in the movie and everybody around me were like it was all built up that like this person died um and they and they did a really good job but like i just didn't i didn't know the backstory at all so um that that was one thing that was kind of hard for me so i feel like marvel uh, honestly and it's probably exists somewhere and somebody made it themselves but Marvel should make a sizzle reel for like everything <laughs> just <laughs> for me to get caught up. <laughs> um, one thing that I did watch um, and I'm proud of myself for, for doing this because I was watching it as it was coming out, um, but was WandaVision. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, that was, that was really cool. And I did feel like, um, I mean, I, I watched the um, like end game and, and a lot of stuff that, both of those characters were in, but I, I, I didn't watch kind of when they were um, introduced, but I felt like I was able to watch WandaVision um, and kind of understand what was going on without all that. So it kind of like sits by itself, which is probably why I enjoyed it so much. Um, Cause it was two characters that like I saw do things, do a couple things in some of the other Marvel movies, but like didn't really have that much of a background, but I was able to get, really into the TV show. Um, so I felt like it, it was able to kind of stand on its own. That was one that I don't think you really needed to like go in it. Cause they, they kind of explain it to you. Uh, they hit, hit, hit you over the head with what's going on in, in the, the TV show. Um, but that was one that I really liked, but yeah. Um, to come back to what you were angry about <laughs> the, with, <laughs> with Lucasfilm. Um, I don't know, man, it's, it's tough. I feel like they overpromised and uh, underdelivered a little bit. However, the promises that they were they were giving us uh, would have been epic. It would have been great, and they would have made so much money, and they would have made so many people happy. And then and then COVID hit. Um, so I'm sure that I mean it affected what they were able to do. But well, mind you that. This is the second year anniversary that we're doing Disney Plus Day, right? Like this is two years after they launched. Mm-hmm. We've had a second season of Mandalorian. Last year at this time is when they told us what was coming for Di- for Star Wars, and they told us nothing in 2021 except Mandalorian. You're gonna have to wait. I said, fine, I'll live on what you're giving me for Marvel. But then, like, this next year, we're supposed to get, you know, like, nobody knew about Boba Fett. So that's, like, bonus material to me. So we're supposed to get a whole bunch of stuff next year. I've heard that maybe Andor is filming. I've heard Mandalorian Season 3 has started. I know that has started filming. Um. But they, you know, they've given us all these other shows that they were going to do, and that's why they were able to say they were going to increase the price back in March. And now, I don't know that they're coming anymore. We got nothing. <laughs> Have you tried rewatching the fire drill episode? <laughs> don't even know what that means. It's like one of the funniest cold opens that the office ever had. Um, (laughs) This is probably why. So you've got the two sides of the coin. Um, 
with with uh people that take in content you've got the guy who like is like right up with everything that's coming out and, and is really excited with with all the new stuff and then you've got the guy who just like takes in content however he wants <laughs> just at whatever pace he wants to do it at <laughs> i'll tell you what i wanted to, you i was thinking about this when you were going on about your marvel stuff um to give you a brief history of me uh i i grew up a superman batman guy that's you know green lantern was my superhero and that's what i started reading for comics 10 years ago when i started diving in deep with them and i was always like eh, marvel eh, marvel and you know the movies are starting up at that point and so I was a casual fan. I checked out some here and there. My son was interested, so we went to some of the movies. He and I went to Infinity War. We went to Endgame. We went to, you know, a lot of the movies uh, in the theaters. And as Endgame was coming along, I was getting burned out. I was getting burned out on all the superhero movies. You were We were getting junk from DC that, you know, like... It was fine. They were doing fine. But honestly, Marvel's kicking butt with it. But I was starting to burn out. And I think this pandemic has really helped them. And here's why. You were going on about WandaVision. My wife um, did not watch all this stuff with us. So she's kind of in your boat. Like, who's Vision? Who's Wanda, right? And we, you know, I kind of would fill her in on some of it. Um, and I, myself, being the casual fan, I didn't have the memory to say, oh, yeah, he's so-and-so. This is how he was all, this is what everything happened. Like, I remember seeing, I think it's in Infinity War when they're in the apartment. And I'm like, how'd they end up there? Like, I still, to this day, could not tell you that. Um, but back to the pandemic quickly. We've started rewatching the movies. We're about halfway now. And I'm really excited to get caught up because, and, and, you know, either this pandemic has been a blessing in disguise for Marvel because there was a gap. They had to wait to release some of these movies. And because of that, uh, it made people hungry to see it again. Um. And so I, you know, it's got us going back and watching stuff. It's got me excited to see the new stuff and it's coming out so fast and furious now, but I don't want to watch it because I want to get caught up with my wife first so we can watch them all together. So Shang-Chi just came out this past weekend as part of Disney plus day. And I'm sitting there going, do I watch it or don't I? And I watched Loki just as we were getting started with, rewatching everything i did watch loki and i'm really glad that i did because i know it's going to be a while before we get to it at this point um you know with the holidays you got you got movies you got to watch so that's going to take time away from marvel (laughs) but um you know i shouldn't you know i i guess being a star wars fan and knowing what it was like in the late 80s when there was nothing period um you know, you get hungry for it, for something. And having that pandemic, I think, created a new appetite for Marvel. And honestly, as a Star Wars fan, I've kind of gotten used to my annual movie that they set me up with over the last, what, five, six years now. And I want that. I'm not getting that. Yeah, well, um, you know what I'm hungry for? Casey's hot Please. dogs. No. <laughs> Confession. Never had a Casey's hot dog. You know what's funny? Either have I. I've just watched Tim eat Casey's hot dogs, and I really want a Casey's hot dog. Um. Now I have heard I did hear that they upped their game when they did finally reopen Casey's. They went to a better hot dog. Really? 
Yes. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I definitely, I, I, when I was little, um, and I would go to Chicago, I'd go to places like Portillo's, and now there's a Portillo's like right over by where I live. So, um, that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's it, it's funny. Every time I would go, I, I would always hear about Casey's, and I mean, I'm I wouldn't consider myself like a hot dog lover, um, but I enjoy a good hot dog. Um, and I would always hear about Casey's, but it was always one of those things where like I was already running past it to get to the park and to get to like something else. Um, so I think I I think now this time I'm I'm excited to give give it a shot and and have a hot dog. And I think there's going to be I, I've never been a snacks person. Uh, like I've never really been too into going around and, and finding the snacks. Um, but I feel like my, my girlfriend's going to want to want to get around and, and check out these snacks. And so I think I'm going to be able to give places like Casey's a try, um, which, which I'm excited about. Um, but another thing uh, that is fun that I'm doing right now is, is planning my vacation. And uh, one of those things is I think I'm probably like nine or eight days away from making dining reservations. Um, and Brian, um, you and I can kind of talk through this. Um, the first thing I kind of want to talk about was, is it like 5 a.m. that that opens? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, that I, I'm I'm going to be up at 5 a.m. <laughs> making... <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to go straight to La Cellier and hope that I can get a reservation. Um, but yeah. Uh, and I then, have a friend that is is planning right now. They're going the January 2nd. They mm-hmm. leave. Yep. And so she already had to make her reservations. I'm like, you need to get up at 5 and you need to make reservations because she wanted Chef Mickey and she wanted Cinderella's Royal mm-hmm. Table. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to have to get up and do this. She didn't get up and do it. <laughs> and she got, she wanted yak and Yeti because I told her that we love yak and Yeti. Um, and then she got, she was able to get chef Mickey at eight o'clock at night. So, I mean, she's like, well, maybe I want to try to move that up. And I'm thinking, yeah, maybe a little bit because the fireworks will kick off as you're finishing your meal. So you're going to want to, try to run over to watch that so if she can get in you know like my tip and here i am taking over your (laughs) topic that you're talking about but you know it's like get there early and they'll probably accommodate you um but yeah so she got that and then she uh was not able to get royal table Mm -hmm. and so yeah you have to get up at five and the later in the week that you do it It'll, the easier it is to get it mm. because it's 60 days plus the length of your stay. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I guess I've never, I've always kind of like booked a vacation and then missed that window. Do so on the first day of your vacation, like on the first day that you're booked for that vacation, do all of a sudden all of the other days that you're on vacation open up for you. Is that how? Okay, cool. that's the benefit of staying on property. Sweet. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm super excited about that. And I'm the the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my Epcot day and just make sure I can get that La Cellier, um reservation. And then I think, um, I think I also want to do um, be our guest, even though I I did just recently go. Um, it was such a great experience um, that I think I want to share it um, with my girlfriend that I'm going with. And also I just, I just had such a great, like I was just raving the, the, the two places that um, I went to that I was just so impressed by and just liked so much was um, be our guest and Raglan road. Like, I just had had great dining experiences uh, at both those places. So I think 
that might be if if that pops up and that's a possibility um for magic kingdom um that might be some place that i might want to go um or for the same money as be our guest go to california grill you're not gonna be disappointed that's that uh that's another <laughs> that's another one um and and that would be cool to do the the California grill and then go up there for the the fireworks that would be very cool um so yeah i i, I have some options uh I have a couple of days to figure it out <laughs> um <laughs> I definitely think that um I'm gonna try to i think Brian you and I maybe off podcast um talked about going to the bar at space 220 and and experiencing that um and not necessarily getting like a reservation for space 220 um i think that would be very cool yeah it seems like those views are really neat to see and you don't need to have an entire meal to see it Mm -hmm. since you can go into the bar so that'd be really cool yeah um and it's i for my last trip i i definitely booked out my whole trip like each day i had a sit down restaurant um and i felt like that hurt my pocketbook <laughs> when i did that yeah. so yeah. uh i might try to not do that this trip um i think um i'm usually pretty good at finding decent food when i'm in animal kingdom um however that is one spot that i've never had um and a, a proper sit down meal. So maybe I changed my mind on that one. Um, and then at Hollywood studios, I'm it's kind of not a great place for, for eating anyways. Um, and so might as well just find what I can find there. I'm, I, that's another place where I'm usually okay with what I can find quick service wise. Um, may, maybe I go to uh, get some rat pizza you know, maybe, maybe that's what I do. (laughs) Or, um, another option might be, which I have not done, but I've seen Molly with all ears do it a lot. is just go sit in the Brown Derby lounge. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, I've definitely heard that food there. Yeah. Maybe I get a, a a Cobb salad. (laughs) There you go. I'm always afraid of cup salad because of the blue cheese. I'm not, I don't do good with blue cheese. Um, I had a, a cop. I don't think it, it wasn't a traditional cop salad, salad, but it was a cob style salad. Um, kind of the way that they do it, but it was like an everything cob salad. So it had like the everything, um, not seasoning, but like, like seeds and stuff in there. Um, I thought that was pretty good. And I, and I, I like blue cheese, blue cheese. I, I like to dip, with blue cheese, I I like to eat regular blue cheese, um, and so I I feel like I I'd, I'd probably like that. Um, but uh, the one area, Brian, that I would like some help with, and I think I I talked to Luke about this, and Luke was I ho- I I hope he's not listening. I do hope he listens, but Luke Luke was no help. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I talked to my my brother and my sister. And they kind of gave me a, a couple ideas, but um, I do want to eat somewhere nice at down. I almost said it. I almost said it yeah. <laughs> uh, at Disney Springs. Um, you know, they, I got to jump in. I saw a post on Facebook earlier this week of somebody with a shirt at Hollywood Studios, and it's dead. it said, I still call it MGM. Yes, I saw that same shirt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Disney Springs. You're looking for somewhere nice. Yeah, and, and I've been to Boathouse, and I would I would 100% go to Boathouse again. But I've been there, and there's, there's fancy restaurants all over Disney Springs. So... Um, where where would you recommend I go? Um, I liked I liked Wine Bar George. Um, if you enjoy fancier food, I guess um, it's you know it's prepared on a little more on the fancy end. Uh, I, I guess I don't have a better word than fancy, but. 
Uh, <laughs> um, you know, like I like I said in my trip report from our from when we went there, it just wasn't what we were looking for at the time. Had I been in the mood for it, I think I would have absolutely loved it. I know Tim and Jen Tracker love it. And I know a lot of other people really do too. So I, I would recommend there. Um, where, uh, gosh, uh, I, I've wanted to go to Morimoto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks really good. And I've wanted to try the fried chicken at homecoming, but I'm not like jumping out of my seat to run over there either. Hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's funny. I when Homecoming first opened up, I feel like that's all I was hearing about was was how great Homecoming was, and how all of the Flor- Floridians they all just loved Homecoming. Um, not that that's really fizzled out, but that I was I, I was hearing about Homecoming on a weekly basis at one point. Um, and so there's a lot of a lot of praise for homecoming and it's kind of like um like soul food kind of like home style food um and so i'd be i'd be interested in something like that um that might be something that was pretty good um stk is always on my radar um i have heard mixed reviews of the ambiance where it, it kind of feels like it's a uh, a rave <laughs> inside there right. so um yeah, they they it's I guess it's supposed to feel like a nightclub and so they like pump like they had like straight up have a DJ uh at some points. Um and so the the music is super loud. But that's I mean I I do enjoy steak. Um steak is always good. Um I've always been a big fan of House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Um I've just always enjoyed their food. Uh, I never get down to the one in Chicago. So when I'm in Orlando, it's like, I'm going there. Um, we sat at the bar one time, just my wife and I had a couple drinks, had some apps and had a great time. Like there was nobody in there. The bartender was wonderful to talk to. And they have one of the largest folk art collections that you can find. And the bartender knew about them. So I'll be going through my Disney photos here and there, which I get to do weekly now because I'm trying to post about our episode <laughs> with with pictures. And I'll come across these pictures of one of the pieces of art at House of Blues. And it's, um, oh gosh, it's made out of like sand or dirt. I think it's sand. And it's faces. And if you take a picture of it with the flash on, it'll look different. Mm. than if you're just looking at a picture without the flash. So I'll come across those pictures because they're still in my phone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> that bartender knew so much about the art. And so we got to, you know, because there was nobody in there that day. We got to sit there and just chat with her and have a couple drinks and relax. It was a rainy day at Disney Springs, so we didn't have any interest in walking around much. Um, so that was, you know, I, I would definitely go there. I think their food is really good. So, but I'm a fan of that Creole Cajun type food. Mm. Yeah. It's uh house of blues. I I've been to several house of blueses. <laughs> it's kind of a word, but a funny word. Um, so that's, <laughs> a, that's another one that's kind of like, like I, I, not that I'm comparing it to planet Hollywood, but it's one of those things where it's like, I've been to several planet Hollywoods. I've been to several, um, Rainforest cafes, not to say that I wouldn't go into a rainforest cafe. Everybody knows about my love for rainforest cafe. Um, I will go to the rainforest cafe, just like down in um, Illinois, just like down by the six flags, not even like in Chicago. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's, that's kind of my probably would, would pass on house of blues, but um yeah, I don't there's know, I, so many restaurants. Yeah, I, I'm there. just like, and I think that's what's so difficult is like I haven't nailed down exactly what I like where I would want to go, and it's kind of funny. I I feel like I want to have a day, um, 
I've never really done that before where, where I've had like a Disney Springs day where like, it's funny. Like, like, of course I would, I would, uh, um, plan all of this out, um, where I would start the day with like shopping, um, and then do, I mean, that would honestly be like most of the day. Um, and then like have lunch somewhere, maybe have lunch at, um, that the bowling alley, what's that place called? Splitsville. Splitsville. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I, and I'm a big fan of sushi. I don't, mm. I don't eat it very often, but when I do get it, I love it. And I've heard that Splitsville's sushi is like top notch. So maybe that's where I give sushi a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like, Otherwise, like lunch for me would be Earl of sandwich. Oh yeah. Yes. And and it's funny. I've, I've had Earl of sandwich before. I actually had Earl of sandwich in Disneyland, um, and loved it. Um, and, and I had a really, a really good time there, but yeah, it's just kind of like plan everything out and like make an entire day of it. And I think really, really what I want to do is like at the peak Cause, cause I, I would probably drink a little bit. Um, but at like my peak buzz, um, kids go to bed at my peak buzz. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to walk in to, um, the Jacques Lindley bar. <laughs> cause I feel like that would, that would take my, my dizzy Springs day to 11. <laughs> if I was able to get in there and just hang, like hang out at the bar. And I feel like that's, that's in there. And that's just what I kind of want to do at Dizzy Springs is like not necessarily like bar hop, but like move from place to place and experience all of these things. Because I feel like a lot of times when I go to Disney Springs, I'm just walking through to get something, get to something like I'm walking through to um, I'm walking through to like get to Raglan Road or I'm walking through to get to um, one of the shops there. And I never really just kind of like go from area to area and experience something. Uh, so I feel like just like having a day there and experiencing what Dizzy Springs can offer in a day and not just certain things there, I think would be really cool. Yeah. You know, the trip that my wife and I did uh, without kids, um, the day we got there, we went straight to Disney Springs after checking in. And we had a drink at Jack Lindsay's out on the deck. That's all we wanted. We just wanted to sit on a deck on the water and have a drink. That's all Mm -hmm. we were looking to do. Um, And I had no idea that that place was brand new Mm -hmm. at the time. So I had no idea what it was. Um, And for those of you that don't know, it's themed um, on, it's themed around the uh, pilot from Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that's really cool. Um, We had a great time. Uh, We were actually just looking at the pictures of the drink she got there, which was like a shrunken monkey head drink or something. (laughs) Um, She's into getting all those crazy drinks like that. Uh, But yeah, you know, like Disney Springs has a ton to offer. So, you know, if and if you get tired of walking walking around and shopping or sitting at a bar or you know all that stuff there, you can get on that boat and go for a nice long boat ride and get out of there for a while too. Uh, so I definitely think that, and that's when I do it is either arrival day or takeoff day. Those aren't park days for me. Park days for me are get up early and be there open to close. I can't do that when I fly in that day. I'm just not there early enough. Um, so, you know, that's when I'm in Disney Springs is, is those days that we're getting there. Or if I'm just not going to a park on a certain day, we tend to end up there. Yeah. And and maybe, maybe the last thing I kind of want to talk about um, is, uh, and that kind of brings this up, is um this is this is kind of the, one of the first times I kind of did this like my last trip but but it's because we got in super late and um that was like our first day uh but 
on this trip, we're actually going to be able to get to Orlando and Disney around like not really morning time. It'll be kind of like the afternoon. So we'll have pretty much an entire day to get settled and hang out, um, which is what I've always wanted. I've, I've definitely gotten gotten to Disney um, a day before, but it's usually like at night. Um, I remember there was one time, um, this was really kind of when my love for Disney was taking off. I remember one time we got to Disney like the night before. Or, like We got there probably like around midnight um, and everybody else went to bed and I stayed up and just walked around the resort and I was just so happy to be back. I was, I just walked around and looked at everything. Um, and like, that's, that's what I wanted to do was, was just to be there and take it in and just be so, so, so excited that I was back. I was basically home. I was, I was back home at Disney. So now I'm going to have an entire day to be able to like kind of get settled. And I, t- I kind of took that from you, Brian, that, that I was so jealous. You were able to like take pictures while you're at the um, resort and just kind of hang out and get yourself settled and then go do Disney. Um, so I'm excited that we'll be able to do that. And I, f- I feel like part of that is going to be going to Disney Springs. Um, definitely. But um I will try to try to make like a Disney Springs day. I think our transition from Disney to the park that which may not be named uh is that's going to be our, our our big Disney Springs day. Um so so that'll be fun. Um But yeah, uh pretty excited about that. Yeah, I Definitely think you're one of the people that need to slow down. Smell the roses, as they like to say. Um, Take your time and start taking in those details that we talk about so much. Um, I think that's the one thing, as, as we've had so many conversations, is, you know, you're always running. You're always talking about how much you're running. And the last couple of the last couple of trips we've started slowing down a lot and i got to tell you when you're not worried about making it on every single ride you really start enjoying things more you start getting to some of those little spots that we've talked about that other people have talked about and really seeing the beauty and the history and the the craftsmanship that Disney has. And um, I think it's, it's something that helps everyone's enjoyment in the park. So um, I would encourage you to do that if you can, I know how hard it can be (laughs) as well to slow down. So I don't blame you if you, if you get there and you're like, ah, I'm here, you know? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, I really in, in, it hit me in magic kingdom on our last trip when we said, let's just sit in the hub and, and watch for some of the cavalcades and, and some of the stuff, just watch some stuff go by. Um, And and it wasn't me. I thought I was going to be the first one to say what's next. And it was, we, you know, it was the, everyone else like, okay, what's next? (laughs) And I'm like, I could sit here all day watch people watch all the entertainment going by um and i you know i've heard stories of people sitting on benches and watching people and it's like how do you have time for that <laughs> um and and now i'm starting to understand that and i think that that's the next level is is just being able to enjoy being there and seeing the other things um and that takes time and I, I know I made that comment to my wife too. I'm like, I'm so glad we're finally getting to a point where we can slow down a little bit and enjoy just being there. And what we do is what we do. And we're not going to worry about missing something. So. Yeah. Well, I think uh, this has been a productive conversation. Um, I was actually <laughs> just kind of thinking about all of the different things we were able to get through. Um and I thought for sure we were we were gonna kind of land on 
some kind of theme. Uh, but we did a pretty good job of uh, just kind of talking about whatever came up. But if you want to talk about whatever comes up, find us on Facebook. Most likely you're already friends with us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but we we like um, a lot of other people too to come out and talk to us. Uh, so if you're interested in um, talking about anything, kind of the same way we did here, uh, get on our Facebook Miles from Main Street podcast um, and uh, talk to us. We love talking to you guys. We love talking to each other um, and give us something to talk about. And if I could take it one step further, maybe help Mikhailo with his question, uh, where is he going to eat while he is down there? I will be so hungry. Find me some place <laughs> to eat. So, yes, I will definitely have uh, the information out there for you guys to, you know, reply and talk to us and, um, you know, look at those social media accounts and, and let us know what, where Mikhailo should eat or send that email to us. And, and we're going to tweet this. So if you, if you want to tweet us, tell me where I should eat. That's uh, I think. Twitter is the, the newest social that we have. So we're going to put this out on the Twitter sphere and you guys come tell me where to eat. <laughs> I should put it out there right now before this even goes up. Perfect. But <laughs> that is all we got for you guys tonight. I hope you enjoyed it, but we'll see you next time on miles from main street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 